Hi everyone, what is up? How's it? It is great to be with you again uh, and I'd love to share with you today part two of the series I'll be doing which is one thing I desire and it's a series hopefully to encourage you to have uh, more and more of an intimate relationship as Holy Spirit begins to work in your, in your heart and, and your mind and your life around this. Um, it's just one of the most important things it's it's the most important thing according to what I believe and what I see as I read the Bible is a relationship, an intimate relationship with God. So let's get straight into it. Um, so I love this. When there's any intimate relationship, and I'm going to be speaking about being able to communicate, hearing God's voice today. And so any relationship, any good relationship, healthy relationship, uh, there, there needs to be some form of communication. And and uh, just as we see it in the natural, for any good relationship to have communication, uh, it, we need to understand that it is God's design that we have communication in any good relationship. So therefore, it makes a lot of sense just from that point of view, and I'm going to get into scripture now around it, but just from that point of view, we need to understand that we're created as beings to communicate, and God understands this. He's the one who created us. So He wants to be able to communicate with us, and not only does He want uh, you know, us just to speak a, a list of, I don't know, just speak lists of things and, and kind of sit there and hope that some way, somehow God's heard us. But He wants to respond. He wants to speak to us about it. And and the Bible speaks about many ways in how uh, Abba Daddy wants to do this. Uh, and He's given all the resources through Jesus and Holy Spirit who lives uh, in, in our, who gives life and lives within us to be able to do that. So, let's dive in. I love this. Um, Dr. Richard Mabry, if you, you, you won't know who he is, some of you will. So guys, if you do, you know who he is. But for those of you who don't, he was one of the kind of uh, father figures in my life. And, and he, he says this in one of his books. He says that we need to understand that the Bible was written by men inspired by Holy Spirit. And so we need to understand there is a very clear example just off the bat how uh, you know, we know we can be sure that God wants to speak, uh, God wants to speak to his children. He did it to the people who wrote the Bible. Another, just a quick example, is um, where Samuel in the, in the Old Testament, Samuel is lying down and, and, he, and he hears a voice speak to him. And he thinks it's his mentor, Eli. And so he, he, goes, he goes up to Eli and says, well, here I am, why are you calling me, kind of thing. And Eli goes, I didn't call you. And so he goes back and it happens again. And then Eli finally gets the picture. His mentor gets the picture and says to him, listen, man, the next time that happens, say, yes, Lord, here I am. Speak to me kind of thing. So, uh, and then that's a real paraphrased version of that little example in the Bible. So forgive me for the paraphrasing, but you get the picture. Um, another thing we see in the New Testament in John 10 verse 27 is my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. So here we see Jesus himself saying, my sheep listen to my voice. So he's speaking to his sheep. He's speaking to his children. We, we are, the, we are the, the sheep, in other words. We're the children. And he speaks to them. And then he says, they listen to my voice. I know them. There's this knowing. There's this relationship. Um, and they follow me, okay, because we're hearing his voice. And so it's important to understand that even in the New Testament, Jesus himself says, my sheep hear my voice. So this is incredible. Uh, I love 1 Corinthians 2 verse 10 to 13. Yeah, Paul even speaks about that the Spirit, Holy Spirit, speaks to us. Uh, in, in our spirits, He speaks to us, teaches us, uh, uh, Spirit 
kind of words. He, 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 he speaks to us. And so, again, it's this communication thing. And we, we need to see that in Scripture uh, that is completely biblical, that God wants to speak to us. And he, and he wants us to hear His voice. And so I'm going to begin to reveal a little bit, as part of this uh, teaching today, I'll, I'll, I'll reveal how the Bible speaks about how God speaks to us and, and how that kind of functions. And so I just wanted to give you a bit of a base that uh, the Bible is saying that God wants to speak to us and that Jesus wants to speak to us, Abba Daddy wants to speak to us and, and that Holy Spirit makes that clear to us and speaks to us in our spirits. So the first thing, and that's I want to say today, is that we need to understand that we have the potential to hear God's voice. I think this is one of the things that trips us up, all of us, um, that we think, oh, God doesn't want to talk to me, or you know, you need to be a, I don't know, some special level of Christian Christian to hear the voice of God. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's like you have to have certain fresh ninja skills or something stupid like that. Um, no, it's not. Okay, we we need to know that as I was reading this in John ten twenty seven, my sheep listen to my voice. Um, I know them. Okay, we we need to understand that Jesus is saying everyone, every one of His children. Every one of his children has the potential uh, to hear. We need to, we need to grasp that by faith. You know, we, have, we often have faith for a lot of things. Um, but I think this is probably one of the most important things we, we should have faith for. We have faith for healing. We have faith for finances. We have faith for all these things. But this is the most important thing. Because the source of all those other things comes from this intimate relationship with God. And so we need to have faith that, that the Bible, that God spoke to his people from the Old Testament all the way through and still speaking today. And so we need to recognize that and say, yes, Lord, I recognize that I have the potential to hear you, that I'm actually made in your image, that I'm designed as a child of God to be able to have this communication and intimate relationship with you and that I can hear your voice. So that's number one. Let's look at number two. So number two, how do we recognize God's voice? So here's some of the things that uh, I won't be able to give you all the scriptures around this, but I'm just going to begin to speak about some of the ways that God speaks to us. And so we see in Acts 10, we see visions. So God will speak to us through visions, uh, whether that's open visions. Um, either way, God speaks to us through visions, depending on how God wants to speak to you in that time. And I, and I believe that, yes, yeah, sure, each one of us will have a special way or an easier way that we're more familiar with, that God connects with us. But, but all these ways are biblical and all these ways are accessible to us as children of God. So number one is visions. Number two is dreams. We see a lot in the Bible about God speaking to people in dreams. And so we need to, we need to recognize that sometimes God will want to communicate through dreams. Uh, generally those dreams are, are, are well, at least for me, so I'm not going to say it is going to always be like this. I'm not saying this is a hard, fast rule. But for me, uh, it's been that I'll wake up in the morning and I'll just know that this dream specifically from God, you know. So, uh, so that's the second way I'm, I'm going to mention. The next one is an inner voice. And this one is really important. It's the one that we pro probably most of us will, will be able to um, recognize. Or most of us will be able, to, be able to say, yeah, at some point in my life this has happened. And so it's words or thoughts or feelings or impressions or ideas. And so God is creative. We must never box God and say, oh, he's only going to talk to me through a dream and that's it. No, open yourself. Say, Lord, this is a relationship. You know, sometimes uh, Sherry Ann will text me 
<laughs> you know, to speak to me. Sometimes she'll send a, a video. Sometimes I'll be sitting with her, meeting with her. You know, I'm just using uh, examples now, right? So it, relationships are, are dynamic and, and creative and, and relational, not formulas or strategies, if you know what I mean. So, so we need to understand that God will speak to us through words. And so sometimes, for me, oftentimes I'll be just hanging out with God and just sitting with Him and, and just, just a word will pop up in my, in my kind of, I'll just see the word written uh, as, I'm, as I'm just like, just have my eyes closed thinking and praying to God. I'll just see a word pop up or suddenly a sentence pop up or something. I'll just go like, oh, that's interesting. So that's one way um, that that can happen. Uh, thoughts, uh, a thought that really lingers, you know, you just, you just, like, I'll never forget when I was a, much younger as a Christian, I was in this one church and, and this thought came into my mind and it wouldn't leave me. And I was like, oh, is this God or not? And it lined up with, with how, what the Bible would say, or it lined up with God's nature in a way. So I just knew it had to be God, and it just kept, 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 kept until, until I released it. And then everyone was like, oh, yeah, that just sounds like God. And I was like, huh, interesting. So that's some of the ways, impressions and ideas, tongues and interpretation, um, that you'll all find in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 10. Um, so visions is Acts 10, dreams, Acts 2, verse 17. Words, uh, tongues and interpretation is 1 Corinthians 12, verse 10. Uh, words of knowledge is 1 Corinthians 2 verse 12, sorry, 1 Corinthians 12 verse 8. And then prophecy, 1 Corinthians 12 verse 10, and the written word of God. God can speak through the counsel of wise friends and definitely wise leaders. So let me just take you through one more time through that list of, of, of the, how the Holy Spirit speaks to our spirits. So one, the Holy Spirit speaks to our spirits through visions. He speaks through dreams. He speaks to an inner voice, which is words, thoughts, feelings, impressions, and ideas. He speaks through tongues and interpretation. He speaks through words of wisdom. He speaks through words of knowledge. He speaks through prophecy, the written word of God. Uh, I often hear God speaking to me through the Bible um, as I'm just spending time with Him. And I'm just inviting uh, Holy Spirit to speak to me. I'll often... Uh, sit there and as I'm kind of just hearing God's voice and I'll just actually open up the Bible and Holy Spirit will actually speak to me through that scripture and I'll just go like oh that's what God's trying to say to me and then I'll you know I'll I'll, I'll weigh it up and test it later and this is the, the other thing that while I'm on it I'll speak into very briefly and this is often times when we're hearing God's voice one of the ways is to is to know that when we're hearing from God uh, don't try and test the word while you're hearing. Write what you hear down. Journal it. Write it down. And as you write that down, later when, you, when, you, when you're kind of out of that space of just sitting with God and hearing him, His thoughts, then look at it and test what He's saying. And then if you've got a, an accountability person which is even better, take it to them and say, hey, listen, help me with this. What are you thinking? So we'll get to that in a second. So those are the ways the Holy Spirit speaks to our spirits. Uh, the next thing that Mark Verkler uh, who's really pioneered this hearing the voice of God, gives us insights. Um, so Dr. Mark Verkler gives us insights into how to identify it is God speaking to us. And he says, they're like our thoughts, except we sense it coming from our heart. Okay, so it's, 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 it's very different to my thinking from the one point of view in that it doesn't originate in my mind. It originates kind of from my spirit man. It's uh, from my innermost man. It, it kind of originates where those living waters, the Holy Spirit flows. Uh, the thoughts bubble up 
uh, it's not something I've thought through and try to reason oh, how this is how it looks. No, it's something that just bubbles up. So I'm, usually what I do is I just, I just come and I just, you know, I just calm myself down. I then just position myself to hear God. And I just sit there and I just position myself. Sometimes while I'm sitting there, I'll take, you know, the Bible and I'll read it a bit and I'll meditate on that scripture for a bit. And I'll, I'll you know, as, as I'm inviting Holy Spirit to just come and fill, my, fill me and fill the space I'm in. And, and you, you know what I mean? Um, and just come on me, in me and on me kind of thing. And as I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm hearing, suddenly these thoughts will just suddenly bubble up. And I'll just go like, whoa. I wasn't even thinking about it. That's not something I thought of. And that's the other cool thing about when God speaks. It sounds like our voice, so we'll hear it kind of like as we would think about it in our voice. But generally God's thoughts are like more, uh, oftentimes they'll be more lighter and softer and gentler. And more often than not, in fact, I almost want to say all the time, the words are a lot wiser than what my words are going to be. Usually it has a lot better content and it's a lot wiser and different from the way I would usually see things. And then I really know it's God speaking to me. I'll never forget when I was first hearing God's voice. I would be sitting there just waiting on God, um, waiting on, on Holy Spirit. And suddenly this, this thought would just bubble up. And I'll go like, whoa, what's that all about? And sometimes it, you kind of go, like, for me at least, it, it was, I didn't actually fully even understand what this means. Because I would have a devotional also where I'd study a portion of scripture or just meditate on a portion of scripture. And as I would do that, suddenly what I'd heard God speaking to me about would just pop up in the Bible. And I'd go, oh, I didn't know that was even in the Bible <laughs> kind of thing. And then I'd go, oh, that, or, or that principle or that thought makes sense. And I'd just go like, oh, that might, it's definitely God. And so as, as I've, I've been growing more and more, and I'm still a long way to go, but as I've been growing in this, I've been able to identify uh, more and more that this is, you know, the Lord speaking to me, that this is my Abba Daddy communicating and, and uh, speaking to me. So that's the next thing, and oftentimes I will then write those things down so that I can remember it. So that is an important part of hearing God's voice. So it's just quieting yourself down, positioning yourself, letting it just bubble up in you, and then lastly, it's journaling those things before you've even tried to test them or rationalize them. You do that once you kind of come out of that space and you sit with it and you go, oh, I wonder if this sounds like God. And, and you, then you can think it through and all that kind of thing. But don't do that while you're trying to hear God's voice. That's my suggestion. Um, the other thing is God's words are usually, and I think I've kind of said this, but God's words are usually wiser, more merciful, um, and more discerning than how I would be usually. That's because it's God. <laughs> the great I am. God's voice often causes a special reaction in us. It's a sense of excitement, a sense of conviction, faith, vibrant life gets released in you, and there's awe and peace. And I've had this, again, I'll just use a, a recent example. I've been praying around something and about something, and I was, you know, analyzing it and thinking it through, and how do I do this, and what do I do, you know, just being a normal human being. But every day I also sit with, with, with God and as Abbey Daddy, and I just say, I sit and I go, Lord, what are you, what are you saying about this? And after a few times of doing that, suddenly there was this like, just suddenly bubbled up and I just heard God and I went, uh, yeah, that's very different to what I was thinking. <laughs> I wasn't thinking that way. And it was, and it just caused an excitement in myself 
uh, and Syria, and we both heard this, the same thing, and we both felt peace about it, there was excitement about it, and we went like, yes, that's God talking to us. And so, you know, then the journey begins with God on that journey that He's spoken about. But the point is, is that it was, it was something other, it was something that caused excitement and vibrant life in me, because we need to understand that every good and perfect gift comes from above. We need to understand that God is good. We need to understand that God has good thoughts towards us. Not only that, but He has thoughts to give us a hope and a future, number one. Number two, in John 10, 10 rather, it's life and life in abundance. And, and as we're in relationship with God, we begin to have more of Him formed in us, and we begin to hear His voice more, and we begin to be launched out uh, into that kind of living rather than living from my own strength my own thoughts around something I get to learn to trust in the voice of God and I get to learn to trust that as he leads I follow when we listen when we position ourselves to a place to listen God speaks that is what the Bible says so we need to understand when we listen God speaks when we follow and obey he works and so that's the interesting thing about this dynamic relationship with our Abba Daddy in heaven. So let's look at the last point, and that's knowing and testing that what you hear is from God. Well, the first thing we need to know is, I think it's important is that there'll be an inner conviction in us. We'll, we'll, we'll kind of know in our knowing that it'll resonate with us. We'll, we'll go like, this is God speaking to me. I, I just know it beyond a shadow of a doubt. I just know it. Um, and, and we need to understand the content needs to agree with the content usually, and this will come in the place of kind of testing. So this is when you've kind of exited the place of hearing God's voice and you've written it, you've journaled it, you've written it all down and you take the words that you heard, whatever God's spoken to you, and now you begin to look at it. Now you're going to begin to test it. And one is as you read it again, it'll cause that excitement in you and a conviction in you that, man, this is God beyond a shadow of a doubt. The next thing we'll know is that it'll line up with God's word scripture the bible it'll it'll line up with that you know i mean if you hear something like um thou shalt go and slap jonathan across the head tomorrow until his head hurts or something dumb like that when you go read the bible you'll see that's not god's word right and i'm, I'm using a very uh, simplistic kind of example there but you're getting the picture i'm hoping so so we need to hear that it's that it lines up with God's word, right? And that not only that, but it lines up with his nature. As we see Jesus in the New Testament and the Father in the Old Testament uh, and Holy Spirit working, we, we, we need to be able to see that it lines up with God's nature. And you can see that his purposes and his plans are functioning through that. And that's important to hearing God's voice for your life. It'll leave you with, with peace. The enemy can't leave you with peace. Only God can leave you with peace. In Colossians 3 verse 15, it says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. So what does that mean? That means we shouldn't go act on something that leaves us in a lot of turmoil. You want to kind of realize that when God speaks to you, it'll cause that inner conviction. It'll cause that, like I said, the excitement, all of that. It'll line up with His Word. It'll line up with His nature. Um, God is loving. God is kind. God is good. Yes, He's holy. Yes, He's all, all, all these things... But ultimately, God says that every thought and everything that He has for you is going to be good. So we need to understand this. And we need to, as we, through relationship with God, as we recognize more and more, as we recognize His voice, and, we, and, and through, through, through the Bible, as, we, as we're in relationship with Him through the Bible, we, we, we get to be able to discern these things better and better. And, and so it's very quick and easy to pick up you know, the, the, the heart of God, the nature of God in this. 
Um, and that's why I'm saying there's conviction, there's, there's, there's that inner peace. Because the enemy can't leave you with peace. It's, it's not his nature to leave you with peace. And so when there's this peace, then we, we just go like, oh, that's just a loving God, a good God speaking to me. And I, and I know it and, it. and it lines up with who he is. So that's important. The next thing is that we need to seek wise counsel sometimes. And so that's also important to go check your stuff. Especially in the beginning when you're hearing God's voice. You know, uh, have someone that you're in a relationship with that you trust and you know well and that you know hears from God, has Holy Spirit love, you know, that has a relationship with God, intimate relationship with God. And go to them and say, listen, what are you thinking? You know, even line it up with the scriptures. Go test it according to scriptures. Go ask wise counsel. Say, does this make sense? Is this even making sense to you about me? Or does this line up? Do you, what are you thinking about this? So that's useful, especially in the beginning. But Sherry and myself, we, we do that with each other on this. And I have some other guys as well. So it's, it's useful to do that. In Proverbs eleven fourteen, it says this, in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Proverbs 15 verse 22 says, plans fail for a lack of counsel, but with many advisors they succeed. And so it is important that we recognize this. And this is especially true when it comes to some, like you're, you're, you're requesting something that, that's going to be major, that's going to impact your life in a major way. You definitely want to make sure that you are having some wise counsel around you that can kind of speak into your life and help you. So yes, that's what I re- would recommend there. You know, have some wise counsel that can help you. So that is what I wanted to share with you this morning. And I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, I hope you'll come back for part three in this One Thing I Desire where we'll be digging a little bit deeper and going into some other aspects which I think is just really crucial to this intimate relationship with God. And it's just, you know, I'm hoping that Holy Spirit is just going to ignite more and more of a passion to hear God's voice in you. And I would like to pray for you today for this. So, let's do that. Lord, I just want to pray for all of us as, as we're here. Jesus, Abba Daddy, we welcome your Holy Spirit. We welcome your presence. Lord, I pray that you'll keep teaching us how to hear your voice. I pray, Lord, that you'll keep drawing us into a deeper and intimate relationship with you, Father. We want to know you more. You're the, you're the one thing that, that means more than anything else. And so draw us closer. Even ignite more of a passion for you and us as we get to hear your voice more, as we, as we move more in a dynamic relationship with you yeah, and a deeper level of intimacy. So we invite you, Holy Spirit, to come and have your way in our hearts, in our minds, in our lives. We invite you, more of you, in our lives. And so everyone watching today, Lord, bless them. I ask that you give them favor. I ask that they may hear you clearly. And I ask that because this is your will, and you said we can ask anything according to your will, and it will be done. So your will be done in this place, Lord. Your will be done in everyone's lives who's watching this. May they go right now, may it change from from today. May Everyone who's hearing this prayer and receiving this prayer in faith, that their level of intimacy will grow with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Father. Come, Holy Spirit, and do you have your way. Well, guys, have a great week further. Bless you guys. Shalom. And until we meet again here, have a good one. Bye-bye.